Hey guys, uh, Stephen here from the Live Live Play podcast. Welcome to the show. That's not how you say it. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the Live Live Play podcast. I'm your host Stephen Kinsa, and on today's show we have Lewis Pearson. 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 I was like, I'm get it right. Yeah. Uh, from founder of Ollie Clothing. And today we're going to talk about, we're going to catch up on our original podcast we did uh, three, four years ago. Four years ago. Four You're listening to the Live, Live, Play podcast. So, uh, Lewis, welcome back to this show, a new show, but this show, which is uh, from uh, the Live Live Play, which is FSM. Um, so let's just go back. We're gonna, I'm gonna actually drop in a bit, like a minute um, of don't, don't the original do it. show. Don't do it. Um, the background was hilarious. That I had like chalkboard walls. I was trying to be barbell shrug at oh, the time because yeah, yeah, yeah. they were. Um, but you came to, I remember I seen you on Irish CrossFitters promoting this new clothing brand. And I was like, listen, I'm doing a po podcast. Would you come down? I'd love to see you from, from, from starting out to, to where you, you yeah, plan yeah. to go and see how things go. And uh, you came down. I remember it was like, I think you had like six or seven t-shirts. In a bag. In a bag. Yeah, <laughs> in a bag. And uh, we, did, we did a workout and Stephen was there and it was cool. And uh the one thing that I liked about your show, I your show in particular, and I listened to it, as I said, I listened to the car on the way up, was you had a you had a vision in your head. I don't, I don't know if it was it was a clear vision, but you you had a drive to go. This is what I want to do. I I'm pretty confident in what I'm going to do, mm -hmm. and uh, you mightn't have articulated it as as comfortable as you would now <laughs> yeah. um but for someone that had just a handful of t-shirts uh -huh. to where you are now i think that's an amazing feat and i remember you started off doing a, one competition which was uh the stevens competition revolution, revolution yeah. and then you were at uh i think it was either the celtic series yeah, and then the filthy yeah. and then just seen it grow and you got into europe so just like it's an i love seeing that the progression yeah. of people in business who start off with like literally start from scratch and, and build oh. and build and build and build and it, it's a hard process and it's a slog but for you four years like you're sitting here with your feet up more, <laughs> more casual <laughs> you know what i mean um how how was that how's that journey been like what's what's happened how's it been uh i'm out <clears> on <throat> this show as well but i'm not polished like uh, bro, it's probably been the most hardest, rewarding, self-gratifying, self-learning process I've ever experienced, I've ever done. Yeah. Um, like you said, at that time whenever we went down to see you, like, Ollie Clothing was those six t-shirts in my bag. And I remember I was like, I said to Stephen, I was like, I'm going to have to get him, I'm going to have to get a Steve t-shirt here. And <laughs> fuck do we even have a medium i was like Steve, can, can you take a large you know what color do you want i was like i hope he doesn't take the one i like and like that but that's how like um kind of raw it was yeah. at the time um yeah we we launched into it was ollie clothing as a whole 
mm. was kind of like my third or fourth idea yeah. that I'd come up with. I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always tried to do something. Um, and it was actually Steve, um, Steve McQuillan, a very good friend of mine, owner of CrossFit, Castrum, who he popped around my house when I was at, in, in, in Belfast one day and he's like, yeah, I think I'm going to run this competition. Um, he's like, Can, do you reckon you could, so, and I was helping him organize a bit of it and he's like, do you reckon you could sort t-shirts? I was like, yeah, I'm your guy. Mm. And I wasn't going to sort t-shirts. I was like, I'm going to launch a brand off this. And in that moment, I knew, um, you know, because I'd spoken about it before and, um, yeah, I'm a big believer that the kind of the world, if you look at it the right way, gives yeah. you those opportunities and literally it just steamrolled from then. And I mean, from that point on, I remember it clear as day, we had five months to build a brand, five mm. months to find suppliers, five months to build what would have been a stall, build, build a team, you know, we had to get a launching team. I mean, I started the company at 400 quid mm. and that was it. Um, I even remember how I got that 400 quid, you know what I mean? I, I was running events in a nightclub and made I think, 900 pound out of travel with my mate and spent 500 quid on car insurance because yeah. I needed to get that sorted. I was like, right, I've got 400 quid working capital here, you know, giving it all the, the buzzword names. Mm. And I was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Like, why not? Like, so, but yeah, man, it's been really bumping grand the last four years. I mean, it's not been um, smooth sailing. I don't think it is smooth sailing. I don't know anyone. Like, I know when people look at, like, if they, if they look at the, the, the video of, like, how a company went from nothing to something and they're millionaires. And I was like, yeah, but, like, there's... You, that, you, you know what? only see the... Like if you follow Instagram, you only see the it's fun like side. It. Oh, look at it! Like they're always doing amazing, yeah. but they never see the the late hours, the the failed delivery, or like the the, the membership for us, like the membership that didn't come in, or the the, the accounts that got cancelled and stuff like that. And then you're sitting there and you're like, and I suppose I like like myself and any other person that got into business is there's days where you're like you question it. Like, am I doing the right thing? I could go and get a cushy job and yeah. do meet up with my friends more and do all that stuff. But then there's always something in the back of my head that goes, but that's not what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And for you, like, obviously, there's been, as you said, there's been highs and lows. Uh, how do you overcome them? Um, good question. For me, I mean, it's kind of like, I know I'm not built for that nine to five life. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean... I just done so many part time jobs. I tried so many things that I just realized that like my life's worth more than you'd find an hour. Yeah. And and not that that's what I boil it down to, but I know like you know a big thing as well is I just wouldn't be fulfilled. Mm. And I mean I don't make that. I you know didn't take a wage right up until January last mm. this year. That's three years of no money, no income, and. A lot of people don't see that, so it's like a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, I as well because they they would again they'd come back to you on like, oh well, you you must be making. It's like no, nope. no, Absolutely. like actually the last person to get paid, yeah, is the guy is the creator because you have to look after everyone else first, and then on the basis that that will come back to you, like FSM for years, years even when we did our first podcast, yeah, that was hit and miss month to month. And then we're doing quite comfortably now until Corona. Ugh. So trying to trying to put me back down, but let's again just keep uh, working away. But you, like you said, you, you're you. For like again, anyone trying to start a company, is like, are you willing to go into that? 
and, and some of it has to be a slight bit of naivety going in as well because if you if you said hey if i said to you four years ago are you going to do three years not getting paid you start questioning it. and same with me i'm i'm 25 now and i i swear to god i thought i would be well off by now mm. and I'm not, i wasn't naive but you said you know buzzword there that really speaks out to me and it's kind of have the double n which is naive and novelty mm. and those are the two they're almost the the biggest strengths that you will have in starting a business mm. because it's the novel not the novelty of it's still fun mm. and the naivety of you don't really know what it's going to take mm. but if you just have this like undying desire to fucking to push forward and to keep ha- making it happen then you don't even see all the well you do like you, you go through the, the, some really bad times but like it's yeah if you've got that desire to push through it's yeah. Like, I've never been stumped at that. Like, there has been times where I've been like, fuck, am I doing the right thing? Yeah. And, you know, you see other guys. And it's always like the, I'm a really bad person for self-comparison. Um, you know, for, it's a good thing of mine and it's a bad thing because, you know, if I look at someone and they've got success and I think I can beat them, I'll be like, I'll have a go at that. Mm. But then, likewise, if there's someone doing really well, I'm like, oh, they've been here three years. They're doing way better than us, blah, blah, blah. And that's just a part of it. Mm. But I think it's like you got to really latch into like why you're doing what you're doing. Um, well, that's it. I, I, that's a very strong point. You do see people, um, like I've seen a, like a ton of clothing companies open up since we spoke and then are no longer in existence. And then I've seen some that are doing well. Mm-hmm. Well, on the outside, it looks like they're doing well. Yeah. And, but then same with gyms. We see gyms pop up, we see gyms close. We've been now seven years strong. Uh, we've grown every year strength to strength we had our best year last year yeah. predicted to have our best year this year obviously with stuff going on but yeah. what's happening to me now is that i have to literally make a i have to go right and figure out how do we keep moving so i have to change up a lot of what i do how i do and i have to go back onto the yeah. floor and do a little bit more because the only other option for me as a business owner is shut the doors go with the crowd and then be the guy that oh well I had a gym yeah and then I'm working in a miserable job that I don't no it's it mightn't be a miserable job for someone but for me it'd be meaningless because yeah. I've never ever wanted to like yourself just go and work it has to be fulfilling yeah it has to be challenging and if I'm not challenged I get bored <clears throat> but I mean it's like imagine imagine you did go and start stacking shelves and discos and I'm not saying that in a bad way I mm. mean it's like you've spent the last seven years serving and helping and adding value to people. Mm. Imagine if that was suddenly taken away. I mean, that's more the reason you do it than for the money. Yeah. And, um, like, I know your nature and I know that's why you do what you do. And imagine that was taken away from you. It'd be, it'd be tough. But the other thing, like, for me would be is that I'd always be finding something else to do. How could I redo something? Because I don't, I just believe that I'm meant to be doing something differently. And the same for yourself. Like, you're very driven and any interaction I've had with you, every time I've seen you at an event, it's been bigger. It's been smoother, crisper, like just the service is getting. And I'm not to say that the first time I seen you at an event, the service was bad. Mm-hmm. The service was what the service was. Mm-hmm. But it's like anything, the evolution of what I've seen Ollie Clothing do and then yeah. going into the kind of, uh, which you mentioned on the podcast, you have active wear and then just like performance wear. Yeah. And... 
in all fairness, when I was listening to that, at the time, I was like, what's he talking about? Oh, a jumper's a jumper. <laughs> a t-shirt's a t-shirt. Exactly. And then, and like, obviously, I've seen what you have now, and I'm like, oh, yeah. So even then, you were like, this is where I'm going with it. And then you only launched that aspect of the website exactly. there a while back. So, yeah, so um, it's just, it's good to see that. Yeah, I um, think a big thing, Steve, when I was on, is like, you could tell, like, I'm a, my nature is that I'm a visionary, I'm a dreamer. Like I have a really good ability to just visualize mm. and like picture things. And that's that's awesome. Um, because it's like, I can see the end, I know where I'm going to be when I'm 30. Mm. I don't know where I'm going to be, but I can picture an idea. Yeah. And at least if I'm going in that direction and I sway a bit and I sway a bit left or I sway a bit right, I'm still going in that general mm. direction. Like whether or not I meet that is a different story. Mm. But it's like, even, it's funny you said it, like the two ranges and stuff is like, that was all just something in my head and and see to execute that and well hold on to that first and foremost and then to execute that over a long period of time yeah because we didn't start out like like i say we started with 400 quid and every penny we mm. ever made went straight back in and like to slowly implement things that we had like i'm still implementing elements of ollie that i wrote in 2015 mm. still to this day you know you said there about the performance range and that only got launched last year mm. and you know that's been burning in my mind. Like I wanna, I wanna be known for premium activewear. I wanna be known for premium uh, casual wear as well. And how do we actually put that out to the market and have it perceived in the way that we want yeah. it to be perceived? Do you know what I mean? And another thing about the name, because I remember, and again, this is because I watched the show this morning. The name Ollie, I was, I was kind of apprehensive because of Ollie clothing in the CrossFit market, powerlifting market, and you were saying we want to bridge the gap, but it's like. Um, if you say the Beatles, like the Beatles, the name, the a Beatle is nothing to do with a Beatle. Exactly. And now Ollie Clothing has gone to its own. It's Ollie Clothing. Wow. And it's not associated oh. at all with any fitness. It's you know just... funny thing? And I was like, jeez, he fucking nailed that one. Uh, mate, that, that's a funny thing. Right yesterday, I had a uh, talk with my general manager about this. He's like, you know, like we're changing the direction. We're, we're taking the company and we're training the lifestyle space. Mm. We're not moving away from CrossFit. We're just not all in on that niche anymore. But it's a, like it's, it, and, and you said it again, predicted, um, you did say it's only one market. Yeah. And active fitness is huge. And if you're going to isolate yourself to one market, you're, you're going to limit yourself. And that was the thing. And it's like, we're not moving into a space where I don't care if you're doing GAA preseason, fucking volleyball, CrossFit, mm. you're hiking a mountain. I want my, my t-shirt on your back mm. or my vest on your back because you're living that lifestyle. Yeah. You're getting out, you're training, you're looking after yourself, you're you know getting the community element of activity. You know, there's obviously so much more to it. Yeah. But that's what we were trying to encapsulate. Mm. And you know, CrossFit was an epic launch market. Um, from a business perspective, very affluent, very into that lifestyle. Mm. Um, also, it was just sheer luck. I didn't even consider this at the start, but we were first to market. Mm. Um, but then you, you've got the other elements of it is that whenever we launched, like it was so emerging and exciting and upcoming as well. So yeah. like there was a lot of different variables that went into it. Like so, but um, no, man, it was the, getting the name right was something like Ollie. People ask me all the time, and and actually I'll drop it in just to kind of remind people. It's like literally the name came. I was big into my rugby and whenever I was in development squads or whatever for, for bigger teams, we'd be going into the gym, you know, there'd be like 30 dudes in the gym 
and their own fucking bays and mm. bays and fucking deadlifts and this and that and triceps and all. And and I'd be like, right, dudes, I'm way up to Ollie lift. Yeah. And that's literally where it came from. Literally, say any word after the word Ollie, and yeah. it works. Ollie education, Ollie seminar, Ollie clothing, Ollie whatever. Mm. You know, Ollie shit. So it works, <laughs> you know. But it, the, the first name that came in my head was Ollie, Ollie clothing. Yeah. And I was like, and like people, um, even the brand I've made, I made this brand on Microsoft Word. Yeah. And people are paying 500 yeah. to 750 to get a brand made online. Mm. I made this on Microsoft Word. And it's, again, it's what I, you, you took the name and there was an association with the name. You you made it yours. Yeah. It's man. not associated with Oli, Olympic weightlifting. It's just Ollie clothing is its yeah. own entity. Yeah. Uh, the logo is always been again. It's a, it's a crisp logo. It's not you know you see these logos and they've got everything in them, and then from a printing point of view, that's a, that's a disaster. Yeah. So, like again, you nail like again that got nailed and just as we like seeing the website from the original website from the Facebook page to the website now and then you got the roulette thing on the website oh, which is wow. slick. Um, oh, yeah. And because you're kind of like, oh yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I could get fifty percent off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just all the and it's the little things. I know you, you said like you've been implementing things still oh, to man. this day, yeah. but that's still like the same with me. Like I'm trying to implement different aspects of what I want to do with FSM, how I want to run things, especially with our youth's development, mm-hmm. where we're going with that, uh, the plans we have, and it's just I still have to. It's it's there it's in my brain but i have to get to here before i can start developing it yeah and we've got a great team and we're, we're working towards that uh but again it's it's time it's yeah. it's time it's energy it's money it's patience and then you just can't jump the gun because a lot of people will go in jump the gun promise the world and then they f- like they fall and if you do fall you are you able to get back up yeah and especially in these uncertain times that's going on, especially I know it hasn't hit Northern Ireland as hard yet as Ireland, but um, the gyms, a lot of gyms uh, closing their doors, a lot of g- companies losing like 70,000 people were laid off on Monday from the restaurant and pub trade. That's nuts. So what's going to happen in an economic downturn? How are companies going to start pumping up? And then there is like, if you're sitting at home, and you like I've got a kid, I've got a four year old, and he's wired twenty four seven. Yeah. And he's hard, like, come on, play, play, play. And yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. I like to play, but like again, my body's like I can't do a lot of stuff. Like I need to <laughs> I need to warm up to play cards. You know? Uh like Judy, give it to you, man. Yeah, yeah. You need to stretch it. Get the terragun out. Yeah. <laughs> um But um and then you see something you're 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 scrolling through and you see like a, a top. And it's like, and you know that 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 five minutes of you online looking at a t-shirt or looking at a top or a beanie or anything, you buy something, you're going to get that little, you're going to get an endorphin hit. And then you're going to get an endorphin hit when it arrives. Oh, yeah. So like, like I know I got, a, I got an endorphin hit because Nightline deliveries have delivered a wedding suit for my groomsman yeah. today. It finally arrived. And I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. I know what it is. Big I'm not going home to open up. Put it in a hanger, but 
that aspect of what you do so you are providing that it's not and you're help you're, you're helping people in a way people some people would be like oh, you're not helping but you are helping people because you're getting a little bit of satisfaction you're giving someone some satisfaction even without the the virus uh covid19 just in general like and it's quick it's easy and the ad that pops up and you've got it you know what i mean you see it and then it was st patrick's day and now it's not like it's like it's a week and it's giving people the option of of man i said i'm gonna buy some new gear but i'm at home it. you know besides beside the, the climate we're in mm. running a brand like it was one thing that i really struggled with because i was like oh when i start this everybody's going to want it because in my mind this was the best thing since fucking sliced bread yeah um but it soon realized i asked myself the fucking hard question nobody really needs to buy my product right mm. and that's a scary thing i don't solve a problem i don't have but well, i do have value i don't have convenience i don't save time i don't save money and those are the five elements of what every product and service based business is yeah on. i don't do any of those bar maybe i value so i need to create a uh, i need to create a brand whereby you want to invest in us mm. you believe and agree in the way we operate and what our business practices are we kind of you know my aim is that especially within the next two years we're going to be putting out um new types of content that really fucking energize people to get up and do something mm. with their health and your, your and vlogs like, have been deadly oh man you know but that's like that's even another way we can add value like we're putting up a blog today oh man even i was laughing at it and I'm the one saying half the mm. shit, and I was like, "That's something." I, I, you're one where you were releasing all the gear. Yeah, <laughs> you have to do a disclaimer. I was like, "I was like, what's he talking about?" And then I seen it. I was like, "So here's the new range of a beep 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 beep." beep. I was like, "Oh, and that was comedy yeah. gold." Like, but it's, you know what I mean? And, and like, whenever you're doing it, it's like, "Fuck, we're going to like, you know, people are going to know what we're doing before we've launched it." And, I was like, "Do you know what? Like, it's me. It's raw. Yeah. It's real. Like, I have a big fucking mouth." But that's. But that's it. That's you. It's 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 real. Yeah. It's it, there's it's not too polished. And I know sometimes you you got to do the polished stuff. And I love the polish. I love the scene like when it look oh everything looks really yeah. good. But when you get the raw stuff as well, and it's like like we had one of our guys doing our kids video, and he was coughing so much in it. And I was like, oh fuck! You have to put a disclaimer at the end of this video. So we had to stop the recording, put him on again. He goes, why? I said, you keep coughing. Because one lad's brought me a coffee, milk. He's lactose intolerant. So he put milk in his coffee, drank coffee. So he's phlegmy all day. And he's like, in the middle of a video. And I'm like, and then he's like, hey guys, I noticed you noticed me coughing. Yeah. I'm lactose intolerant. I had milk in my coffee. But And he just explained. That's authenticity. Yeah. That's like. We didn't just like stop and redo the whole video. I said, there's no point to redo it. People watch and and like, you know, I watch vloggers. I am, you know, big fan of, like, and it's only recently I've gotten into watching vloggers because I have to do it. I'm tired of people doing this. Yeah. Don't watch Casey Neistat because he's too much gear. Exactly. (laughs) But it's the authenticity. You will, you will find it easier because it like, you know, there's videos we're putting up. Like even we're doing a, a, I'll actually not actually go there because it's so secret, but. You know, there's videos we're putting up and like you have to be authentic because yeah. that's what people that's the whole point of a vlog. Yeah. It's like I'm, if I put up this real polished room of the games type fucking video, people are gonna be like, mm, that's I can't relate to that. Mm. I can't, you know, 
maybe you're putting out an insecurity or you're putting out the fact that I can't say 10 lines without saying the word fuck like yeah. that's fine you know people yeah but that's me as well that was actually something that I really struggled with in the start that's like for the younger generation it could be a drinking game or a burpee burpee game sorry burpee game for kids but it's, it's like I remember starting out and like I was really not polished like I wouldn't say I am now but um, like a, we'll put it this way I done the first podcast I ever done was your show mm. the second one was a real small time I think 26 people listened to it or something yeah. right I said the F word 54 times in 40 minutes you know and that was kind of almost out of nervousness yeah. being over enthusiastic trying to you know um like I, just, I was just going off on one every time i didn't know what to talk about didn't know how to be succinct and yeah. it's like it's like it's fine and you'll learn with that but it's like people can't relate if you're not authentic yeah. if you're not being yourself you know and that was why we started the vlogs is because like i'm a personality and i knew that mm. like i'm not a you know I'm not just sitting there twiddling my thumbs in the corner being quiet. Like, mm. even at events, like, I'm the best at sales because I'm not trying to sell to people. Yeah. I'm just fucking... Just having chats and banter. Yeah, and then people invest in me because they're like, well, he's not trying to fucking mm. sell me. Yet. Like, I'll say, like, if you don't like, <clears throat> want anybody, it's fine. Come mm. back later, fucking whatever, you know? Yeah. If you want to try on, feel free. Order it off the website later, you know? But it's like, when they see that you're just trying to do your job well and yeah. you're trying to take time to talk to people and you're trying to build your connections one conversation at a time build your customer base one customer mm. at a time through genuine interaction like I don't care if you don't buy off me Yeah, if you're a good dude you're still a good dude like, exactly uh, we're going to take a quick break just to change uh, batteries and memory cards and then we're going to come back for you two seconds for us about three minutes And we are back. Uh, so before we took that little break for you guys, uh, you were talking about obviously your sales, but you're not a sales guy. You're not that cheap. Hey, buy my top and I'll slide you a sticker for free. But even like I know from, again, anytime I've seen you at like the filthy, I'd be walking past and you would acknowledge me. Even if I wasn't going to your stall, you'd acknowledge me hey how's it going I'd go over have chats sometimes i get stuff sometimes you'd give me stuff for nothing or um and then sometimes we'd buy stuff and it was there was never a sense of fuck i don't want to go over there because i gotta make a boy something you know wasn't that like you were ru rubbing your hands off here's here's steve i'll get i'll get i'll that's at least 60 <laughs> you know what i mean it wasn't yeah, that type of yeah, salesy yeah. where you go to people and they're trying to like oh well you're gonna yeah, it's because I've done I've worked with sales guys I've done the calls in the gym and stuff like that I know when someone's trying and I even told you like my other guy that I was trying to get <laughs> I was trying to say you guys, he, he he did what he had to do because he wasn't trying to sell me he was trying to talk actually on top of that the very next day I got an uh, a, a book sent to me by him with a personal message um, go on, read this, have a good time. Don't worry about what's happened. We're all going to get through this. But that's a genuine you know? And that was a genuine guy I've been yeah. working with for three, four years. And I was like, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Man, see the sales process. <clears throat> it's been a fucking, like, the one of the biggest whirlwind. I've, I know, I think everyone needs to sell once in their life. Mm. You know, because, or have a job that you need to sell. Because if you can't comfortably talk about money, mm. 
I mean, I'm not going in with the intention of, right, here's Steve, I'm going to do him for six weeks now. <laughs> Watch this, boys, you know. I'm not thinking that. I'm like, you know, Steve, if you walk over and you're like, man, why don't you get those baseballs in? Mm. I'm like, you like that shit? You know, kind on. If you, <coughs> if I can make you feel fucking awesome yeah. in a baseball mm. cup, that's me done my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just move from here to here. Um, you're talking about the sales for everyone should... Um, should sell at least yeah, once uh, in their life yeah it was one of the most uncomfortable things that i ever dealt with but then i realized like i make it very simple now and mm. i said to my team i'm like don't go in to sell go in to add value mm. if you can't add value don't push it don't yeah. push the sell build a connection build a relationship like and a genuine one not like oh i'm, I'm talking to you in the hopes that you're going to come by or you're going to come and buy a product in two shows time or yeah. two shows or when i see that's not what we're doing it's like if I can add value, if I can make, if I can sell you what I'm trying to do with this brand, like we're trying to empower, we're trying to educate, we're trying mm. to like create something, we're trying to make it cool to want to be in an active lifestyle. Yeah. You know, we're trying to make it cool to want to be interested in your health, fitness, and wellness. Mm. I mean, we're putting out more health content than any any um, company in the UK. Yeah. Or not in the UK, but in our space there's no one doing what we're doing like every two weeks we do a thing called monday mantra um if you're not on the list get on it and like and like fucking we've done wim hof we've read about wim hof we've read about auto suggestion mm. the power of auto suggestion uh what what discipline <coughs> means um i done a, a really cool write-up on a book that i had read and like we got i got people messaging me mm. and emailing me this that was awesome like that was and that's why I started what I do. Yeah. It's the exact same in the clothing side of things. If I can if I can get you excited to put an Ollie jumper on, to walk down the street, to go for a coffee, to fucking spend time with your friends, to get out and hike, that's that's I've achieved my job. And it's all value oriented. Mm. It's never I'm trying to do this guy for this money. It's like if I can make you feel a million dollars with just a t shirt. That's a pretty good trade off in my mind, mm. you know. Yeah, I, it's it stands to your character and your integrity, and that falls into the integrity of the company. On top of that, yeah, because you're, as again, you're. Don't get me wrong, and I'm the same. I want to have a nice life. For I want to sure. have my sure. my 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 son and my fiance to not have to worry about the monthly bills. Exactly. But I don't want to do it by not being me and having my company do things that we're not proud of yeah and and <clears throat> what you're saying i'm the exact same mm. and how do you get that is is money obviously but the money generated to do that is a byproduct yeah. of delivering a product service really fucking well yeah you know adding value adding convenient saving time you know adding hope yeah whatever it may be or look like if you do that really well the money will come, yeah. but it's delivering this big ultimatum that ultimately gets that. Yeah, you know, because at the end, at the end of this, like obviously the life that we all have is like when I have grandkids and or even my own son or just anyone in general that comes to me and like we get a lot of people that come to us for kids fitness and ask like how can we set up a kids program? How are we? And I was like, if you're not passionate, it's not going to work. Kids will see right through you. Adults is easier kids will spot it and it won't work it won't develop and then you have to give it time if you're willing to give it yeah. time but I said I want to be sitting there and going like what did you do I said well I built a company I said I looked after my family I helped as many people as I possibly could through what I do 
and I'm able to live a nice life with that. And I've no, I've no fear. I, I can't please everyone, um, but I've no fear that the people that are closest to me are happy with how I conducted myself over the next 20, 30, 40 years of my life. Um, that to me is FSM. That to me is everything that I'm trying to do. And again, like what you're saying is you're trying to, if you do everything and you're helping as many people as possible, it will come back to you and your Mm -hmm. business, which is coming back to Ollie, coming back to what I do. Uh, And then as that grows, like you're doing vlogs and as you said, Monday mantra, I must check. Is that an email thing? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I must check that out. Um, I will put the link on in the show notes so people can like sign up to it. Um, But that whole aspect of, you're, you're not just trying to sell a t-shirt, you're providing a huge service for people. Like, I love watching your kind of, your road to the game things. I love Army's half foreign, half pork oh, accent. so funny. It's brilliant. And it's showing, again, like it's it's showing a more, another aspect of being an athlete and the, the athlete life. And I just, it's- That's another, yeah. that's another flavor of the ice cream, bro. Mm. It's like, we have an opportunity to showcase a sport uh, part of our brand is big is CrossFit and to showcase a sport that is still in its infant stage mm-hmm. of being a professional sport athletes are working just as much as professional athletes yeah. for very little gain and whenever um, we sat down to write this, the, the well to direct and, and produce that show we were like what do we want to achieve here and I was like I want this to be so fucking raw that because everybody starts CrossFit it's like fuck I could do I could go to for years I thought I was going to go to regional, you know? I'm like, maybe I have a big fucking ego or I'm a competitor. But you were young enough. When yeah. I started CrossFit, <laughs> actually, when I started CrossFit, I could have gone to the games because there's an open invitation just to go. <laughs> you didn't. You just had to turn up. <laughs> like that, that was the thing. We were like, we want to show people just how hard these guys work. Mm. Just how hard it is to actually go to the games mm. or go to regionals or commit to that because it's so unglamorous yeah it's the in my opinion the hardest sport on earth physically mentally i mean because you have to be good at so many different things fucking nice but it's also made like like i'm for me and i this is the only reason i knew this is like i'm now moving into a very good competitive period of my life within mm. crossfit you know post-surgery I'm, I'm healthy and fit and healthy after four years of waiting on surgery and mm. stuff and I'm now getting very confident, but every Saturday and Sunday, yeah, I get to train with PD, Cara, Cara Hamilton, yeah. maybe Mickey Smith, all these games athletes, and Cara's fucking, she could be one. Um, and I'm like realizing it's not, it's not being well-rounded. They are well-rounded. Mm. It's how much you're willing to hurt every fucking yeah. workout now. Because they have the capacity to do 30 chest bars, to go into 20 of this, to do 10 of that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm getting to that stage and I am realizing they're still beating me by like fucking a minute over 60 reps. And I'm like, where? And it just boils down to they want to hurt. Mm. They can, they can like, I have a big inner bitch voice in, in my head. We all do. Yeah. And it's just, it's telling that voice to shut the fuck up. Well, I had that, like, after my injury. And I, I've always had it. <clears throat> when I, when I slack in training and then to rebuild it because i know like you ha- are you going to suffer to get back to that yeah. fitness level so after my injury i hired i was, I was like looking at who, who am i going to hire as a coach mm-hmm. and i went around I was like, oh look at like, kevin don can hire like uh, johnny and looking at different people and i was like you know what i said i entrust my coaches every day 
with my members. Yeah. So hardly for ten weeks, his job was just to rebuild my shoulder. I had I had no pull ups, and I had three push ups. I think or three two and a half. I physically couldn't do it. You're you're incapable athlete. And uh, so ten weeks later, I had ten push ups. I mean, getting ten push ups was. Like dead two fifty. Yeah, that was my muscle up moment. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my god! I started riding it on the gym PV. <laughs> members like, what are you doing? I said, trust me, this is a highlight this for me. This is big. Then I got David, and we we did it to conditioning. To hit me for eight weeks for conditioning, and he, I was like, listen, you know me. Like if it's twenty one fifty and nine deadlift pull up, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else that, fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm have to breathe. I can hold yeah, my breath for that yeah. long. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then he built that and like he, I said honestly you're the engine at this gym where's my fitness he goes to bed at four yeah. if you're looking and at the end of ten weeks where's my fitness he goes to bed at six yeah. I was like but it feels like I'm like you know what I mean but um, but like you said like you did for athletes it's it's I've seen great Irish athletes go up against better athletes and not even just not even in, in CrossFit in just general sport and then you just see this like you alone that person is amazing and then you see them compete against someone else at a higher level you're like what I mean we're moving into a period now and we're talking a lot about CrossFit here but we're mm. moving into a period now where two years ago there's maybe 20 dudes that were highly competitive yeah had those three or four that were at the top of that pad. now you've got maybe 30 dudes that are highly competitive mm. and then another elite level step up of the mm. PDs, the Jimmy's, the Jimmy Heat, or the, yeah, the Jimmy Heatons, Mickey Smith, the mm. Armies, and they're in a fucking class in their own. And it's like, it's only from them boys going fucking at each other for four or five years at that level is mm. coming about. And like Ireland's got this epic like micro ecosystem where everybody's so competitive, everybody knows each other. But there's a really, really healthy competitive mm. spirit on, on the island. No matter what you say, I fully believe that. Mm. And like, I remember talking to Army as well. Um, it was like pre, pre-regionals, pre um, you know, RIP regionals, pre-regionals 2018 maybe. Yeah. I was like, right, Army, I'm setting the scene here. You're fucking final 10 at regionals. You're, you're you know, Bjorn Carr Goodmanson, you're right. You've got fucking Lucas Hoberg, you're left. What are you gonna do? He's like, I'm gonna chalk up on him. <laughs> and I was like, I was just, I was like, you fucking believe that? Yeah. And he goes, I'm the same with PD, same with Jimmy, same mm. with Sam. They're all, they're like fucking upper echelon athletes now. But you should, you shouldn't. I think we, and I would probably be one of the people I used to say it is that I didn't like. I always questioned why can't Ireland produce the top brass? We just hadn't been at it long enough. Yeah, exactly. And now we're producing top brass Man, athletes. You even, you even look <clears throat> at like the ten boys after that group. Mm. Like we've got boys that could go on a sanctional team and do really fucking mm. well. And I think our young guys, like there's teens out there. Sure, lads, Sam Stewart's twenty two or something. Sam Stewart's only twenty two. Yeah. Is he? No, I thought he was like twenty eight or something. No. Bro, twenty two. You know, I actually could be. Right. I thought he, he was twenty one. <clears throat> This is what I'm saying, you know, there's people coming through, like you have young Dean Kearney who's coming through. Mm, have, yeah, solid. Um, you've got Sam, you've got loads and loads of people, and like, I know a couple of people down in uh, Pat, Lana, Pat Lenahan's uh, son, or it actually might be, his son is called Pat Lenahan, I'm not sure, but like, all these 15, 16, 17 year olds that are just getting absolutely awed and mm. inspired by what these guys at the top are doing, they're like, they're trailblazing the way. And you can, these. and the other aspect is that when you see like when we when I started and I, I always go to this one was like 30 muscle ups for time was like a 15 minute workout <laughs> yeah 
right? Now it's two and, sets. Yeah, and it's if you're if you're fatigued. Yeah, if you're fatigued. <laughs> and I've seen people now do it unbroken, and I've seen I've gone I've seen from like I remember doing thirty muscles for time years ago, and I've I've questioned the lockout in a lot of reps, but my <laughs> my coach's time gave it to me. And it took me over 15 minutes and I was like, that is like, that is the endeavor of the world. You're not a man until you can do 15 minutes, 14 minutes next time. And now seeing it now, the evolution of what people can do. And now people are doing like 15, 20 reps in a Metcon, like in a round, like three rounds. And you're like, "Ah." and do you know what this comes from? It's it's come from a bigger gene pool, more people doing it. It's become come from having those guys that are trailblazing and other dudes being like I want that and then you know one by one these like proper elite level athletes have now been formed it's also the support that these mm. athletes are getting I mean it's not glamorous and like you know we try and help our athletes as best we can um, but like you know we'll help them get their regionals financially or we'll help we'll do t-shirts for mm. them like I'll not write them a check but I'll say look I'll make these for free for you mm. and you, we'll sell them on your name and you'll get every penny and that's how we'll help them and it's like more as more and more um, opportunities arise more and more people will get into it yeah. you know and that's a big thing is like the companies and the businesses have been a part of that and like um, I actually got slated for saying that we were part of the journey for Mickey and Army last year but we fucking were you know like we done the tops and we, we made yeah. that money and small contribution fucking minimal contribution in comparison to your partner who's dealing with your emotions, your coach who's dealing mm. with your programming and is ultimately responsible, um, you know, and everyone outside of that, you know, but it's like as more and more businesses, more and more brands, more and more companies come together to help these guys, yeah. imagine the caliber of athletes. Like PD yeah. could go to the games this summer and do really fucking well. Yeah. Okay, I'm seeing what he's doing every weekend. The man works like fuck. The man, it's just it's just biblical, the mm. level of training. And the same with Mick, same with Army. We see them every day, and it's just like it's hard not to want to be a part. And yes, it's a small part, but but it is. As you said it's it's inspiring, and you are like the one thing that I that I have have noticed and I've watched is that since you've started sponsoring your athletes, you've always been there for your athletes, <clears throat> and it doesn't matter if it's in a big way or small way, or if it was a t-shirt or it doesn't matter what it is, it's something, yeah. and then you're allowed to take credit for helping someone do better. By looking out, and even if it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you're the guy that provides the t-shirts, but we have an hour chat, and you got to let loose a lot of crap that's going on exactly. because you can't say it to your missus, or, or just in general, like you're worried about something, and then we do this for you, or you know what I mean. So, if you're helping someone in any way, shape, or form, form, I think you, yeah, you're you're there, yeah, and you're only there because you care. Because if if you were in that for the money. Man, it's there's boring. very little value it's, back in regards to oh well I'm going to send that athlete so I, like, yeah. I'm going to have every every crossfitter buy an Audi top we don't even have an influencer model in our mm. business we don't, we, don't, we don't have those guys in our team to make money yes there's an element of marketing yeah. and association but we don't have that as like an income stream mm. we don't, I don't even recognise it as that um, but because it, it, it's just I don't do it for that mm. I, I want to be a part of the journey because I see the work they're putting in. I want to be able to bring them opportunity. Like that's another thing. Like some of the sponsorships that our athletes have now are because I rang up mm. maybe a supplement company or an equipment company or and I said, look, these dudes are doing this. I'll get them to put up a couple of posts and send send a couple of quid worth of product. Mm. Is that something you'd be interested? In? Yeah, no, you know, and like 
that's how Army got the way at sponsorship. Yeah. And I'm not taking credit for that because if Army wasn't a good fit for them, they, they wouldn't have put him on. Yeah, yeah. But it's like at least I could use my contact base. Yeah. To put him in that direction, do you know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. It's helping Aiden. Like I won't be able to write them a check. I don't. Mm. I don't you know pay any of them. But it's like if I can add value in that way. And that's and th- again, you you're doing what you can because again, it's because there's a want to help as well. And yes, there always is a comeback to you in a positive way. But that's for everything. Yeah, there's an ROI. If you give money yeah. to charity, you have a sense of look what I did. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. And I think, oh, you shouldn't be all your own. You're only that's, that's a thing as well that I struggle with. I think they're the begrudgers. Yeah, and uh, it's something that you have to be really true to yourself and understand that if I'm going to do this, am I okay with getting ridiculed? Yeah. And that, like, I, I tell my team this as well. It's I do a thing called catastrophe theory. Mm. What's the worst that can happen? Well, if I do this and X happens, can I deal with that? Yeah. Am I okay with that? And if it, if it outweighs the good, outweighs the bad, yeah, fucking go for it. Mm. And it's like every single decision, high end decision that has maybe a negative consequence, yeah. I'll always apply catastrophe theory to it. And it's like when, if and when the the worst case scenario does happen, I'm prepared. Mm. I'm like, sweet, thought that would happen. And that's like I I like the when when pe- if someone does kind of say something or something like, what's the worst can happen if I do this? And people are gonna like be not happy with what I do and how I do it. Um, or you're you're out to try and like you didn't start the company and I didn't start my company to not do well. Exactly. So anything we can do to help people that helps us is is oh is valid. But then a lot of people don't understand, and I'm sure you've been in the same same place. Is that we've helped a lot of our members, and I've helped a lot of people that are not members of my gym out mm-hmm. for free for nothing, yeah. and people don't know about it i don't say names i don't get tagged i don't ask to be tagged um i've spoken to a lot of business owners i've been asked to speak to a lot of business owners over developing programs for kids and setting up kids programs and stuff like that i said and i've had hour-long chats i had a a girl with me for three hours in the gym we had a two-hour meeting and then they watched kids classes with us Uh, we've had people from literally all over europe ring us and i never asked for a penny I just said, wish you the best of luck, because uh, I, I think there needs to be more youth developments programs, strength and conditioning yeah. programs for kids. And then people are like, you should be making on that, you should be like charging 100 euros a call. I'm like, dude, you can, there's a time and place for that. I don't think that's where I, I need to be. Exactly. But it's like, you do that, Steve, because you want to help and add yeah. value and support. And like, you know, you're saying about the kids program. And it's admirable because you're seeing a fucking problem. And mm. you're like, right, if nobody else is going to take, responsibility for this i'm gonna do it mm. might get it wrong might fucking oh we've made loads of tons of 100%. mistakes i've looked back on old videos of what we done with our kids i'm like oh my god it wasn't hurting them but it was like yeah. could be doing that bad. but that's a part of it but that's and evolution like, and, that, and that's a it's a big thing why um i would say we both got into business was to do that was mm. to deliver on things so like you know i got into i started about one of the reasons i started away i was like fucking i don't like the way some people are running their their brands and mm. I was like, Lewis, don't fucking talk about it. Go out and do it. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's a lot of it. a lot of people would like to sit here and just like give out about what other yeah. people are doing. Oh, I can't believe they're doing that. But then, are you gonna go and change it? Are you gonna try and make a difference? Don't fucking don't give off about something. Don't be a don't be a part of the problem. Mm. I, you can help identify a problem, but if you're identifying it and you're doing anything about it, you're yeah. just a part of it. Still, you're unless you're part of that solution. 
fuck all about it. And you're just whining and yeah. just annoying people. Um, so, I have a funny feeling we could talk for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to wrap up the show. But before we do, uh, what is coming, obviously, with COVID-19 and all that, but let's remove that from the situation Imagine today. <clears throat> what is, where's Ollie Clothing going? Four years ago, you were going to say you have two different types of branding. You say you're going to branch out. The, the evolution of what's happened in four years is, is, is amazing to see. And I think anyone that wants to start a business, a gym business, a clothing company or anything along those lines, um, definitely watch the first show and then listen to this show because <laughs> there's a, a lot of stuff you, pre- you predicted yeah. is happening, but yeah. it took time to happen. Oh, whereas yeah. people think, I'm going to start a company in three months, I'm going to be making this, I'm going to sell this many teachers. Because I, 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 I'm a guy that would do the numbers. Mm-hmm. If I sell this many memberships okay. in this many days, yeah. I'm a fucking million. I love <laughs> Pedro's clean. All you have to do is make so much money every single day, sell uh, three memberships every day for a year, and then hold that for a year, yeah. and then you're a millionaire. I was like, that sounds great. Yeah, like they just, <laughs> because I, I follow, I've listened to years <clears throat> before in Fit Body Bible, and I, I love it when people, um, the essence of business is that it's very, very simple in, in theory. Yes. But in practice. It's completely different. Yeah, sure. You can you can program some. I can I can give you the program to get you to the two hundred kilo back squat. The but work you have to put in to get the there. Yeah. But no. Um. To answer your question, mate. Um. We're on a big surge, so we're we've got a, a couple of people coming on board in the background, which is going to help us hopefully grow the yeah. way we want it. Um, Super. I'd say this year will probably be the first year that the true envisagement of what I thought Ollie clothing would look and feel like. Is going to actually materialize, yeah, um, which is really exciting. Um, our product and our range is hopefully going to go strength to strength. Um, we're working with new teams in that as well. Um, so we're going to continue to put out premium product, at, you know, a good price and affordable price. Um, but I think um, from a look and feel perspective, we're changing the way we communicate with our customer. Um, doing a lot more email based stuff. We are um, changing the content. Um, and the content look and feel mm. moving into training and lifestyle as a whole um, we're going to continue to do we're doing well you know God forbid the games don't happen this year but we've got you know the road to the games coming up mm. so we're going to do that we're putting a different um, twang on that as well this year um, but yeah I mean, there's just so much happening we well we had been scheduled to do 10 events up and down the country this year last Obviously, year everything's yeah um, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, we we some stuff may need to change from mm. the original plan, but we're just on a big growth path now. I mean, it's taken us a, a while to get to to this level of infrastructure mm. where you know we have you know two main bodies in the business now and a third, um, and that will be the core team mm. for probably the next two years. Um, and we just have to grow. We're in a period yeah. of growth, and and I'm excited for that. I think we're ready for it as well. So, uh, guys, on the sh- on in the show notes, we're gonna have uh, Ollie Clothing's website. We'll have the link to the mantra. Um, we'll put on like Instagram, Facebook links we as can. well. We'll have yeah. all that there, so you can follow Ollie. Um, uh, see the clothing, see the new range, see the the, the vlogs, the videos, yeah. the podcast that he has, everything that's coming out from him and the team and his athletes. Um, put a link to the vlog as well. I think people get a laugh yep. out of that. Yeah. I'll put, yeah. 100 um so guys thank you for watching um if you have not subscribed to the show yet we're putting out content every single week we have some really good shows coming up 
Uh, we're on Podbean, Spotify, and YouTube. Um, like and subscribe. Leave a positive comment. If you want us to talk about anything, we'd be happy enough to talk about literally anything if it has something to do with living, lifting weights, or play, having a good time. Uh, guys, we are done and out. Have a great day. You're listening to the Live, Live, Play podcast.